guys. Um, so the last item on our laundry list was to discuss the waiver pickups for this week and the matchups moving forward. So welcome back, guys. What up, what up? Uh, waivers look bleak this week. Yeah, it seems yeah, like it. There weren't too many people to pick up uh, that were like super high on our list. I think we've done a pretty good job of picking people up before any of these uh, fantasy websites say they're ready to be picked up, you know? Yeah, no, I think so. Like, so the major names that came out of last week were like Samaje Perrine. Um, there was that uh, Alvin Kamara, which uh, already I think Kia has those guys. And there was one other pickup um, that was very like, again, like you were saying, the actual quality of these pickups isn't great because right now we're just kind of banking on handcuffs for the most part. But um, right. it seems like our, our league is picking those handcuffs up even beforehand. Yeah. Like I'm looking at a waiver wire list right now. It's like Wendell Smallwood, Mohamed Sanu, Devin Funches. Like these guys, I think have been on teams for weeks yeah. in our league. So um, we've done a pretty solid job. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the the problem now is <laughs> I think everyone's teams are actually pretty set from top to almost the bottom. <laughs> it feels like a lot of these pickups are just to add a couple more points here and there, but nothing's really a game changer. Maybe just going for a bet, right? Like seeing, I don't know, Paul Paul Richardson path. Hey man, I, I had to I had to deal <laughs> I had to deal with some uh, Seahawks this this time around. I picked up Richardson and Procise. I mean, again, like they're not going to start on my team, but apparently Doug Baldwin That's might hilarious. might not start this week. He got an injury. Us is that right? Uh, uh, he, he is injured, but it's unclear if he'll play. Right. But can we talk about how Al spent six dollars on a kicker? <laughs> Which kicker was that? Ryan. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, were, I don't, were there even other bids? Let's find out. Let's take a look. Nope. No, there was not. <laughs> so he bid six dollars against himself. Wow. He also bid six dollars on that Jacksonville defense, and the other bids are all zero. I'm actually surprised by the hype on the Jacksonville defense. I mean, they had one good game so far against the Ravens. And frankly, no one was expecting that to begin with, right? Check out their week one, too, against the Texans at 28 points. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, okay, maybe there is something there. But that New York Jets offense, man, they looked unstoppable last week. <laughs> so, Key is clearly desperate here. He's scraping at the bottom. I've never seen him like this, man. It's, uh, it's well, the most becoming he's ever been. Lot. We need to get him on the pod. We do. Yeah, I want to yeah. tell us what he's thinking. Yeah, I think exactly. uh, next week, this is a call for Kia. we got to get him on the pod. And I just want to go over just a couple of the big, uh, the other big pickups. So as far as money goes, it looks like Akshay was telling us that he lost Darren Sproles to the multiple injuries. And so he picked up Shane Vereen uh, for $10. Do you think he made that waiver request last night while we were on the call? <laughs> it's quite possible. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost positive he one, got it. 
hundred percent. And and did that right before AT and T shut off his or Starbucks shut off his wireless. <laughs> you know, it's kind of sad actually because Yahoo oh, with all the waivers, they don't tell us the exact time the waiver was placed. I think that would be really nice. All of them are just standardized to September twenty seventh, twelve fifty one a.m. Oh yeah, that's like basically when the waiver went through. Yeah, exactly right. right? Yeah. It would be cool exactly when they when each uh, team put in the bid, but that would be kind of fun. Um, and then the other ones uh, looks like Vontae's perfect. Uncle, you were talking about him. Al also put in six dollars for that guy. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Next couple, Brandon Oliver for Sean put in two bucks. I don't know if you guys even remember this dude, but he's still somehow on the Chargers. <laughs> and yet another Charger. Deeds making a move. He took down Fedorowicz, who went to the IR, and he picked up Travis Benjamin. Which, frankly, I thought he was on the Browns still. Uh, the Chargers offense, man. Who who knows what's going on over there? Yeah, we should. They have yet to win, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think they're still winless. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We should actually uh, get Somo on the podcast at some point and uh, have him give us an analysis of the Chargers. That would be nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, um, given the waivers, let's take a look at this week's matchups. Well, I, I hate to say it, but it looks like uh, Somo's part of the game of the week again this week uh, versus 3-0 and Arvin. Wow. Battle of the top top teams. And so if, you, if you look at their projections, right now Somo's projected to win, but it's deceiving because Arv doesn't have a defense there. Okay. Arv also doesn't have a defense on his team. Right, right. So I have a question for you guys. So far, Arvin has been riding very high. He's second. He's undefeated. And I think all of us were a little skeptical about both Ty Montgomery and Dalvin Cook. Do you guys think that they will end up being sustainable through the, through the entire season? I think Dalvin Cook will. I don't think Ty Montgomery will. Yeah. Ty Montgomery is too dependent on what happens to their offensive line. Because their offensive line looked garbage. Yeah. If if those two tackles come back healthy, then maybe they don't have to scramble with uh, the Rodgers out of the pocket every play. But otherwise, I don't see how Ty Montgomery gets enough carries. But Delvin Cook, that that Minnesota offense, even without Bradford, looks legit. So. Yeah, and they're playing the Lions this week too. So I think he's going to have quite a quite a good game. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Arvin's team will kind of come back down to earth a little bit. But because, uh, well, Crabtree is still, I don't know what happened to him last week. But he, oh, he left with an injury, actually. But it looks like he's okay. Um, I guess Gronk is pretty standard. He's going to need a running back. Yeah. Um, Frank Gore, Abdullah, these guys aren't going to cut it when the bye weeks start coming around. Yeah. Yeah. And now on the other side, Somo, he has he has good running backs. He has Jordan Howard and Melvin Gordon. I think what's despite I mean because he has the fourth lowest points, I think his receivers are disappointing him. He's starting Cooper Cup, who was awful last game, and then 
Dez ended up having a hell of a touchdown, but he actually only only he only got two targets and twelve yards, but one of those was a touchdown. And we talked about TP. That dude yeah. has been completely awful this this year. So Somo's team, I think, is in for a world of hurt. I'm predicting Arvin this one. I think so too. Yeah. I think I'm actually gonna lock it in on the yeah. Yahoo website. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the next one that we're looking at is taking a look at what the good uh, records are here. Well not even how about you look at some of these bottom feeder matchups. <laughs> you got me without a win versus Crash who only has one. And the same with Deeds versus Kia. Ooh, Deeds uh, Kia is an interesting one for sure. They've I historically think, not liked Deeds, each other. Kia matchup is the loser basically stops trying. It's true. That's that's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean um, we should we should look up that um, that matrix that Kia send, sends out, you know, which is a uh, percentage chance of making the playoffs after certain weeks based on your record. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think I, I think zero and four, zero and five, or is where you could start to give up. <laughs> I, the yeah, one thing is that I feel like you could rack up some victories because uh, I feel like six and seven, seven and six ends up being the five and six seeds a lot of the time. But having said that, I don't think Deeds has any hope, and. I mean, Kia's team, it's just, it's just not that legendary Kia strong. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, who do you, you guys have I in this one? I can't count Kia out just because he's got, like, four of the best waiver pickups on his bench. Yeah. Like, Foreman, Perrine, Kamara. So, and this fucking Higgins dude that I've never heard of, but is probably going to get 100 points the rest of the season. So, who knows? Plus, he's, he's projected to win without having a defensive player. In. Yeah, it looks like Kia's not starting a D right now, but Deeds isn't starting... Or, sorry, uh, Kia's not starting a defensive player. Deeds isn't starting a defense. But, having said that... Oh, 118 is a low projection. That is a low projection. It's because Deeds is starting Bilal Powell. Yikes. Wow. Oh, my God. And Jack Doyle. Jesus Christ, Rahul. What has happened to you? a trade for a running back. Oh, my God. And Mike Wallace. All these guys aren't even, like, getting targets from, the, like, in real life. You know what I mean? Like, no one likes them. <laughs> oh, my God. Deeds. And Jimmy Graham has been a... Uh, I guess he had an okay game last game, but just generally. I feel like his entire Seattle tenure has been a bit of a bust. Yeah. I mean, Deeds' team is, is kind of depressing. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, so I think we're all predicting Kia in this one. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I picked him to win. Yeah. I've locked him in as my pick. All right, and then the other one that uh, that you were mentioning, Ankit versus Prash. Prash has quite a high projection this week. Um, yeah, it looks like Brady against Carolina. OBJ, Michael Thomas, I think all three of them will have pretty strong weeks. Um, 
Prash's money right there. Yeah. At the top of, top exactly. of the lineup. Exactly. Prash's running backs are not great. <laughs> Believe it or not, Mark Ingram has gotten the same number of points the last three weeks. 9.6 every time. Wow. That is strange. That's impressive. <laughs> so it looks like he's like a consistent 10. Um, I mean, this is, I think Prash's team is actually pretty good. Um, it, I don't think it's even worth talking about your team on Kip. It's just fucking awful. Yeah, I, I don't mind if we move on. <laughs> are, there, are there any players on your team you're actually excited about? I'm excited about all of them. They just haven't been producing in the way I expected them to produce. How long are you going to keep Josh Gordon on your bench? Uh, he may be reinstated by the end of the week. And so uh-huh. well, We'll see who gets the last laugh. We're already laughing, aren't you? I'm definitely, yes. I agree. But I'm saying the last laugh, we'll find out. <laughs> Your boy Jay Ajay got three and a half points. A, a just I know, a productive guy, 11 know. carries for 16 yards. You could have, you could have, you know, uh, dropped up some of those waiver pickups that he has been scooping. Yeah, man. Maybe you should make a trade with Kia. Yeah, maybe I will. You know, maybe I will. I think we all can hope that Chris Thompson comes back down to earth, and the day you start him is the day he gets 1.3 points. Yeah, I guarantee you he's going to have less than 10 because I'm starting him. Just watch. God, I hope so. I, I mean, I, it pains me to say this, but I'm actively rooting for Prashant in this game. I, I, I'm with you, Huss. I'm totally rooting for Prashad in this. I mean, Akit is the one who just said, if you go 0-4, you basically should give up. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although, I, I, I'll change that statement because of the sacko punishment that we have. You can't, you can't really give up. You need to make sure um, yeah, you you're out of that. What is it? Seventh, seventh or eighth, right? And you get a bye? Yeah, seventh or eighth. I'll aim for, I'll aim for that. Yeah. How about you aim for a victory first? How's that? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So the last couple of matchups that we can or don't even have to talk about. I'm playing Akshay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose. Um, I'm actually... I don't know, but right now I put Amari on my bench. Oh, wow. They're playing Denver. Strong defense. I think that's a good call. Yeah. I actually, I and so I'm actually starting Sammy and Thielen, which, of course, like, just saying that pains me. But, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get crushed. Um, the other one, the other couple are Hassan versus Al. So, Hassan, you're sitting at fourth right now. Um, you're projected over 20 points compared to Al. And Al is actually starting a full team. Yikes. <laughs> Oh, looks like he's starting Wendell Smallwood and DeMarco, who I think had a pretty good week last week, but was okay the first two weeks. Um, Hassan, do you feel good about this matchup? Listen, I don't even know like four of the players on Al's team. Like I, I hadn't heard of Wendell Smallwood, yeah. Chris Hogan, yeah, or Ryan Suckup. Until, like, I looked at Al's team. 
so I'm not that afraid. I mean, uh, I, I can't believe he put in $6 for Ryan Succo. I mean, in all fairness, he is, like, probably the strongest player on Alice's team now. When you look at those points, 13, uh, wow. 15, 16. Stephon Diggs. Look at Stephon Diggs, dude. Stephon Diggs is the real deal. He's got a 24-point week and a 33-point week. Yes. I don't fuck around. This is my weeks, problem with receivers, man. It's like you have the 24 and 33-point weeks, and then swedged in the middle is a four-point week. It's like, God damn it, dude. They're so dependent on – like he got six targets in that game. Like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like receivers are just boom or bust. I'm done with this strategy. I don't know. Yeah, it's also surprising because you were down by so much. You'd think you would have gotten more targets. Yeah, right? I'm just trying to pass. It just doesn't make sense. I guess, in all fairness, or in the defense of Stefan Diggs there, that was the first week of, uh, what's his face? Keenum, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe that they was, got a little chemistry going. Yeah. I, I was watching that game, and Stefan, like the, the – it seemed like the Vikings offense just didn't have plays set up. Like, they yeah. didn't really know how to use Keenum. And so they just looked very hesitant in a lot of checkdowns. And so I do think, you know, now that he's had two, three weeks with Keenum, and who knows when Bradford will be back, Stephon Diggs is scary. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um your team? myself in as my pick to win. Yeah, I think your team looks pretty strong. Any uh, matchups that you're a little uh, scared of? Um, you know, the, the one, I think the, the one that's big for me is what happens with CJ Anderson, uh, because last week he just didn't do shit. Yeah. Uh, J Chuck got a touchdown, right? Yeah. Right. So if, uh, if CJ Anderson can do something against that Oakland defense, because that Oakland defense has looked putrid, I feel really, really strong. But if, uh, if he's not producing, then I'm I'm more suspect. I'm also confused on which quarterback I should play if I should go with Wentz, Wentz or Winston, because neither mm-hmm. one of them seems to have a great matchup. But um, so the Giants D ha- has actually been okay, I believe. I would imagine yeah. that you know, like like every Chargers game, I feel like the Eagles will go up twenty-eight nothing, twenty-eight three, and the Chargers will come back. I think Wentz should have a pretty good game against the Chargers. The only thing that scares me about the Chargers is that the pass rush is really good. Yeah. And they actually haven't, according to the sticky, they haven't allowed more than 230 yards to any quarterback yet, which is right. shocking. But they haven't played, like the quarterbacks they played were like Trevor Simeon in week one, yeah. a wash, Jay Cutler, and then Alex Smith. But, I, but I'm pretty sure like the Chiefs were dominating that whole game, so they just ran the ball a lot. Right, right. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I would stick with Wentz. But I'm one and two, and I'm about to get destroyed. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really. Thank you for your input. Even though I'm not going to use it. <laughs> um, and then, so the last uh, matchup that we'll talk about is Stepan versus Ravi, which oh man, that's it's usually fireworks. We're talking uh, old roommates here, housemates, I suppose. Stepan um, is actually two and one. And Ravi is one and two, but they got the last two playoff spots right now. What do you guys think? I mean, I'd like to get some uh, shit talking going again between some of these guys. You know, uh, hopefully they're doing it by by a text or calling or something. But we should try and get it going on the fantasy football thread. 
So get some get some excitement and enthusiasm back. I think that's uh, that's up to the commish to really uh, really start well, stirring to me, enthusiasm. I can say it. Oh, hey, start talking shit on the thread, but it's not going to happen if they don't decide to do it. I, I think the big question is: Is Pat going to take the risk and play Willie Smith in his first game back? That is a good question. Have, They're playing you Miami. Britt, you have Kenny Britt playing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would start Kenny Britt over Willie Sneed. Yeah. I think you totally. he should totally switch him out. He makes that decision. I agree. One guy who actually, I'm just taking a look uh, at Demarius. So he's had a consistent eight, nine targets every week. No touchdowns yet. Um, almost 100 yards last week. I guess that well, he's a solid number two still, I suppose, because Brandon Cooks has been doing pretty well so far. Again, inconsistent, but last week it was just unreal. Um, it's all just touchdown dependent, right? Yeah. Like take away those two touchdowns, and he has the same he has the same week as Demarius Thomas, basically. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I have. Ooh, this is this is a tough matchup, actually. Um, I don't know who you guys have. I'm trying to look down the list here. I think I'm gonna go with Robbie's team here. I think I, agree. I mean, the fact that someone's starting two Browns players is not helping this cost. That should give you cost, yeah. yeah. You know, it's to me, it's it's you're looking at these matchups. And you have Aaron Rodgers playing a Thursday night game against Chicago. And mm-hmm. that that offensive line has not looked good. If it's a Thursday night game, it probably means the tackles won't be healthy enough to play. And Chicago's defense has been annoying. Yeah. So that's a problem. Um, I expect Demaryius Thomas and Brandon Cooks to both have good weeks because the defenses they're playing are trash. But uh, you, you did the same thing. You kind of expect... Uh, Marshall Lynch to not have a great week because that defense is pretty good. Yeah. Same with Kevin Coleman, that Buffalo defense has been very annoying. Yeah, so I totally agree. I... Then you look at the other side, and you have a couple like Ezekiel against the the Rams defense, which should be good but hasn't been. Um, I think that's the big player for for him because none, none of the other players on Rav's team really feel like the kind of person who's going to have like a 30, 40 point week, except for Zeke. Maybe Zeke and Freeman, and they're both playing decent defenses. And so if they have mediocre weeks, I don't see how Ruby wins. That's my feeling on it. Yeah, I think, um, I guess I like Ruby's team a little more on paper, but just looking at it again, it seems like Taps... The, like the only guarantee I feel like this week is actually Travis Kelsey on Taps team. Um, he had a terrible week last week and only saw a target, but Washington's defense is pretty miserable, and I feel like that'll be a shootout. I've been wrong before about shootouts, but I feel like that'll be like a, a, a like a thirty-five twenty-eight game type of thing, you know. I mean, a fun fact about Travis Kelsey is I think he's the only white player who knelt. During the anthem, yeah, wow. So maybe that's why. Maybe he, he caught that Big Ben distraction disease. Did his uh, did his brother kneel too? I think he's on the Eagles, right, Uncle Jason? Is that right? Oh yeah, 
that's true. All I knew. Yeah. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I uh, switched my pick to tap, actually. Yeah, I've locked in tap. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how this, how our picks go this week, but I, I feel pretty good about them. Yeah. That. Solid. Our league is evenly divided between decent teams and very washed teams. <laughs> yeah, I think it's clear what the uh, what the cream cream of the crop is right now. Um, all right, guys. Well, are there uh, any other things that we want to discuss before uh, kickoff this week? Did you want to briefly say goodbye to D Wade? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty okay with it. I'm actually shocked signed? that what's that? Did he sign with the Cats? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So one year, like two point three million. Yeah, it's just a one year contract. Um, we'll see where it goes. I mean, we completely had an overhaul. I actually saw a tweet where it was like a picture of like Rondo, Butler, and Wade like together. You know, it's like let's see what happens, and then the picture is now empty. <laughs> so all three of them. All three of them, man, out. So we are in official rebuild mode. Are you guys going to be the worst team this year? I, according to, like, I saw an ESPN, like, BPI ranking, and, uh, yeah, we were, yeah, we were at the, we were the last. So, it's going to be a hell of a year, guys. Um, I'm looking forward to the Cubs uh, clinching the playoffs in the next couple of days. And then, it's, uh, it's baseball season right now. But go Bears tomorrow. Maybe we can beat the I Packers. How, I love how baseball season is just starting for you. <laughs> I mean, dog days of summer, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's the fall now, so you're gonna have a tough. You're gonna have a tough winter, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay, guys. Well, those are my uh, parting words for D Wade. It, it was real, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to see that you have so much loyalty. Yeah, for, uh, <laughs> I mean, fuck you, dude. in that machine. Why? It doesn't matter. I don't even want to talk about it. Basketball makes me very angry right now. So we got like two weeks. Two weeks. Two before weeks. It starts. Yep. So, two weeks. Should be fun. Man, but I, I'm kind of sad uh, thinking about the death of the off season. That was fucking amazing. That was. Yeah. Great offseason. Oh my god. I think that's gonna be fun. I'd like to see all the new teams. Yeah, that's true. The amazing thing about the, the NBA is uh it's now uh it's now a year round sport. You know, the yeah. way NFL used to be year round, like you'd always be keeping up on players, the NBA has become that too. So you, October to May, you've got October to June you've got the season, and then all summer you're sitting around looking at people's tweets. It's totally true. I mean, I legitimately had more fun in the offseason than the season and the playoffs this year. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed the playoffs. I mean, you obviously did, but you could go to hell. Well, it was more that the, it was all basically set. Like, we called exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Right? At least this year, maybe there's a rivalry between the Celtics and Cavs that uh, we don't necessarily know who's going to make the finals. But, like, I don't think anybody in the West is going to challenge the Warriors you again. You don't think OKC with Melo? Stop it. Stop it, Hassan. (laughs) Please. Um, Actually, one thing before we go that I wanted to ask you, Huss, is uh, can you defend the actions by your boy, uh, KD? Just generally his Uh, behavior? 
I, I can't defend the actions by Kevin Durant, uh, which is to say, uh, being an athlete at the top of your game and constantly under the microscope from a bunch of basement-dwelling virgins wears a person down. It doesn't surprise me that KD took unorthodox venues to vent. Should he, should he have? Perhaps not. Do, we, do I think it's a big deal? I don't. Um, you know, I, I don't really feel like he has to defend himself. I think he can just shrug off the haters, put up another 30 points on 60% shooting the rest of the year, cement his MB, uh, NBA second NBA MVP, uh, carry us to another victory in the finals, and everyone will forget about his secret accounts. That's my view on it. I mean, I totally agree that if he does all of that, then, yeah, all this is is uh, under the rug. But, so, I hear a prediction. You think he's going to win MVP this year? If he has the same season that he was having last year, if you look at his season after, like, the first like month and a half of games, if you prorate out the season that he was having before he got injured over the full year, he was, like, he was definitely in the MVP conversation. I mean, his season was so hyper-efficient. He was routinely having games where he put in. Yeah, but, like, when, when you have Steph and Clay going off random games as well, like, Steph's going to put up his numbers, right? It's tough to, tough to say, hey, give, let's give it to Durant. I agree, but, like, the other, the other, the other contenders from last year, uh, Harden and Westbrook, both added. Right. Actually, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Kyrie is going to be up there. You think uh, Kyrie? Yeah, because the the guys he has in Boston are more aren't like centerpieces, you know, and he's going to be the man over there. That's a the bold prediction. Would be uh, Kawhi because now with what what's happened, like Kawhi is is the man in San Antonio, like, MVP. and he so has if been. You're talking about if you're talking about the MVP being like we give it to like the singular best player and, and like, especially if you're going to discount supporting casts, then Kawhi has the worst supporting cast yeah. out of any of like the top 15, yeah. probably. Cause especially because the other like 14 of the 15 are all on the same three teams. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. So, so I, I, I could see, I could see, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Kyrie does, but, um, I think if Durant plays the way he played, he's going to be in that race in the way that he wasn't this year. Like people kind of mentioned him as like a back, you know, he wasn't really part of the conversation, but he could have been. But I think he, if he stays healthy, he'll be. So I actually think that it might end up being LeBron's last hurrah at MVP. And I think this team is actually structured in such a way that LeBron becomes the outright focal point yet again. And I think we'll see like an all-around improvement in his stats from not just the points, but from assists and rebounds. Because I think now he has, like, uh, Isaiah Thomas will become a spot-up shooter. And he is an incredible three-point shooter. And I think that's going to help LeBron a lot because IT will not have to actually create offense anymore. So I think he's going to have a pretty efficient season. Usually he doesn't, but I think this will be I, – I actually think this will be LeBron's year again after a couple of years. It'll be a regular season. I think it'll be – Say it again. 
I said, do you think he makes it to the finals? I think so. Yeah. I think they beat the Celtics. I'm actually, I have to say that I'm not as high about the Celtics as everyone else is because you have Kyrie, you have Gordon Hayward, and you have Horford. Horford was meh basically the entire playoffs last year. And I think they'll have Dude, a good Horford, regular Horford season. Horford was their best player, man. Horford literally was the guy stepping up when they needed him. But he's not—he's not like the the like the superstar Horford that I think was on the Hawks for years. You know, it's like you no, can no, tell no, he's no, a no, step no, slower. Number three. Yeah, I think he's a pretty solid number three. Well, I think like they. So who's their starting lineup going to be? It's going to be Kyrie, Hayward. Is Jason Tatum going to start? Either him or Jalen Brown. Okay. And then who's uh, – is Horford going to play five or four? I would guess five. Right. And who's their four? That, that I'm not sure about. See, that's the thing. It's like I feel like they gutted a lot of their depth. And so, like, I mean, I'm not entirely sure that they'll be, like, actually that much better than they were last year. Now Kyrie has wiggle room. And he has another – star in Gordon Hayward, but, I mean. Oh, they picked up Marcus Morris. Okay, all right, wow. I think, I think the, the next Kevin McHale, huh? Yeah. I, I, think, I think the big question for the Celtics is just, like, how quickly does Brad Stevens get that team? Yeah, to I, I totally agree. Yep. If there's something that LeBron seems to be really good at, it's, it's like he gets his team by the end of the season – with whatever cast he has, because it's always changing, he gets that team operating at a fairly high level by the end of the season. Like they always, they can sputter around like they did when, when the Heat started that first year in 2013, and they were like nine and eight. But by the end of the year, they were unstoppable. Yeah. Um, so I think the test for the Celtics will be how long does it take for them to really get the team operating at at their highest potential? Because um, you have you know top two players are coming from outside of the team all of a sudden. So yeah. that's a big change. No, I agree, actually. And I think that that puts it at, like, the Celtics have to rely on Brad Stevens, while the Cavs have to rely on LeBron. And that's, like, a tried-and-true process already. Like, LeBron knows how to get to the finals. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, it's LeBron's to lose right now, still. I think it'll be a, it'll be a, a huge test of, like, the Brad Stevens – yeah. Right? Because everyone has penciled Brad Stevens in as a top five coach, top three coach maybe, behind Kerr and Pop. Yeah. And uh, and and whether or not, you know, because he's been able to get the most out of, like, teams that weren't super talented, and whether or not he can maximize the talent that he has now, I think will be a referendum on whether or not Brad Stevens is the, like, wonderkind that he's been hyped up to be. Yeah, I mean, they have an entirely new team. Like, plain and simple. Apart from yeah, Horford, really they have an entirely new team. But at least... At least the fact that we're having this conversation, uh, as opposed to last year where we were like, all right, the team is good, but there's no way they beat LeBron. You know? I think they're, I think they have a shot. I don't think I'm super curious, man. Like, we, I'm curious how Kyrie, you're saying Kyrie has a chance at the MVP. I'm like totally yeah, unclear. Yeah, no, but like, I'm. In the conversation, tops 10, maybe, top 7. Yeah. So, so I think Kyrie is a little bit better than Isaiah. Yeah. So yeah. I think he'll he'll be up there for sure. 
I'm super curious. Like we we've seen Kyrie on a bad team at, with his own team, and then now he obviously has a championship. He's developed a clutch gene. I'm curious, just like how different this Kyrie will be from a LeBron from the previous LeBron less Kyrie. He That's to, true. He needs to show show that can lead a team without LeBron. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys. That's well, the biggest factor. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, guys. Well, this was supposed to be just an added bit, and I think it's longer than yesterday's. So, <laughs> so uh, good stuff. Um, we covered everything that we wanted to. And anything else to add, real quick? Nope. Good luck. To you. Uh, good luck to you guys this week. Yep, same. Good luck, everybody. All right, good luck. And I think we want Kia on next week. So this is a call to Kia. All right, All right guys. Kia or Ruffy. Or Ruffy. Actually, whoever just wants. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> We're not picky. All right, guys. Good luck this week.